Have you wondered about living elsewhere after you retire? Well, we have, almost daily. As you know, it's not an overnight decision. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about places to consider living in during your retirement. We started this show for selfish reasons, because we will be retiring in the next few years, but we're not sure where. Then a light bulb went off in Jean's head. What are others doing? With so many baby boomers retiring, there must be many relocating. So we decided, let's connect with them and pick their brains. But first, a little background. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney and practicing higher ed law at a college who loves working with students, faculty, and staff. I am not Asian. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I am a law librarian working in a court who loves his job. We've lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York for many years, and I've been thinking about our future home. So we'll be speaking to folks from around the country, and now around the world, who have moved to venues of their dreams and more. And we will share their stories, and we will share their intimate secrets. No. I'm just kidding, Gene. But we will provide information that you may not find anywhere else. So stay tuned. Hi, everyone. We are back in the States. And guess where? It's warm, fabulous, and in the Southeast United States. Yes, Florida. Today, we will chat with Greg and Vicki Winkler of Punta Gorda, I am told. It's Punta, not Punta. According to its Chamber of Commerce, the name Punta Gorda comes from the Spanish, meaning fat point. This historic small town is a hidden treasure of Florida and lies as a fat point sticking out into the Charlotte Harbor, one of America's largest natural harbors, centrally located between Sarasota to the north and Fort Myers to the south. Punta Gorda is a delightful location within a comfortable driving distance from Tampa, Orlando, and Miami. It's a paradise for fishermen, boaters, sun worshipers, and shoppers alike. As of 2015, the population was estimated at 18,150. And guess this, the median age was 65.2. Now, here's a little- It is Florida. It is Florida. (laughs) Here's a background about our guests. Greg was born in Weisbaden, Germany. His dad was in the service. He grew up in Rosendale, Wisconsin, a small rural town. Graduated from the University of Wisconsin, Oshkosh. Love saying Oshkosh. Later obtained a master's degree from American Public University in sports management. He started at Fond du Lac, Wisconsin as a police officer for four years as few teaching jobs were initially available then was an educator for the Fond du Lac School District for 24 years, covering physical education and health. Remember that when the phys ed teacher was also the health teacher? Yeah. I I always wonder why that wasn't. I thought it was strange. But anyway, we'll we'll get (laughs) to that another time. We'll ask Greg about that. Yeah, okay. He coached many sports, but made his career in coaching soccer. He is currently teaching at Florida Southwestern College at their collegiate high school in Punta Gorda and coaching boys soccer at Charlotte High School. Interests and hobbies include cycling, reading, writing, and coaching. Greg said that he and his wife, Vicki, had a dream for a long time to relocate to Florida. So they followed their dream. The relocation led to Greg and Vicki writing a book with a great title, Welcome to Florida, WTF, Our <laughs> Journey to Paradise. 
Oh, I love that. Vicki was born and raised in Stambo, Michigan, a town that no longer exists. She attended Goodrich High School, earned a bachelor's in business administration at Marion University, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Most of her life was working part-time jobs and raising four boys. Isn't that a full-time job? How could you hold down part-time jobs? <laughs> Eventually, she became a career specialist at Fond du Lac High School in Wisconsin. Vicki has been substitute teaching since their move to Florida, but it's time for her to enjoy life. Her interests include crafts, their grandchildren, and wine. Not in that particular order. <laughs> Vicki emphasizes as one travels and explores, make everything you do an adventure. Absolutely. I agree. Welcome, Greg and Vicki. Thank you for coming to our show. Punta Gorda sounds amazing. Can you take us through your decision to retire there? We were looking for a place in Florida. So we decided to retire from Wisconsin, but too young to fully retire. So I still needed a teaching job. So we looked, I found a coaching job in Lakeland, Florida, which is right in the center of the state, close to Disney, close to Tampa. Um, and then, but the uh, coaching job, I couldn't do that alone. I needed a teaching position and they offered me uh, intensive reading position. It was one I didn't have to test for to be able to teach it. Uh, it was not my calling. Right. You're a gym teacher, right? I'm a gym teacher. I want to be outside. Florida has a requirement, had a requirement that you had to pass the state reading test in order to get a diploma. Mm -hmm. If you got all your credits, but not the, not the reading test, you didn't pass that. You just got a certificate of completion. It was a rough clientele. Day. I also worked there as intensive reading person on a level lower than he had. I did the long-term substitute teaching there. So we were again, we're like always in the same place. Like we met at Holiday Inn when, you know, way back when, and we have always worked at like the same school, like all the time. Really? <laughs> oh, wow. That's, you were meant to be. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean, what is intensive reading? Like <clears throat> so basically they need a certain test score on the reading exam uh, to, to say that they can read and understand. Think education my opinion is education in the Midwest on the east, up on the East Coast. The educational system's stronger mm. than it is in Florida. They need to catch up a lot of kids. Poverty is really high in Florida. People don't mm. know necessarily to see that. Well, more um, inland, yeah. Poverty is higher, and I think they want to make sure kids can understand. And yeah, that makes anyway, sense. Anyway, it wasn't for me, so we started looking. I told the school that I really loved my coaching job and I'd love to stay there, but I needed well, a- we did try to stay there. I we, want to interject just a second. We tried to stay there. We actually bought a house in like- Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> we bought this house. We we're thinking we're going to stay there. Then he decides, no, we're not going to stay there. So we're like, oh, the house was amazing. <gasps> we had a pool with the bathroom. You could go in right off of the lanai. We had our three days to think about it. I'm not a big fan of cooking, yeah, so yeah. the only type of um, appliance that was available was a gas stove. So our reason for getting out of the house agreement was they didn't have electric. <gasps> oh, <laughs> smart! And that worked. Wow. So, <laughs> so we got we got out of that. We looked. Wow. Uh, we wanted to be farther south. We, we wanted want, to be more by the ocean. We yeah. wanted to be we wanted yeah. to be close to the beach. Lakeland is about an hour and a half, hour and forty-five minutes to the closest beach. It was a day trip we would take, but spending almost four hours driving. Oh. I was back in Wisconsin. Uh, I applied for a job at Florida Southwestern College. I got notified that they wanted to interview me and they were going to do it on Skype back then. 
I told them I'd fly down for the interview, but we we ended up doing it on Skype. <clears throat> they told me they'd give me give me a couple of days. They'd let me know. They called within forty five minutes, <laughs> offered us the job. Wow! Wow! So we moved to Punta Gorda. Next and, thing you know, um, we're moving to Punta Gorda. <laughs> wow! It's the the climate is always warmer than Central <laughs> Florida. It's considered the tropics. Oh. It's a beautiful little town. Like it's it's quaint. The, a lot of towns are like a strip. Like Port Charlotte is to the north of us, and there's really no town. It's just a big, you know, a bunch of houses and a bunch of uh, businesses on Highway 41, which takes you through the state. Punta Gorda has this small town feel. You know, it's just a really nice little community. So we're very happy to be there. The teaching job I have is fantastic. So we're in Punta Gorda. Are you teaching at the college or the high school? I was a little confused. So yeah. what they have in, <laughs> yeah. what they have in Florida is uh, collegiate high schools. So they're public charter schools. So our kids, for example, we only have 115 new freshmen each year. They are on our we're on a we're on a college campus in our own high school building. They spend their freshman sophomore year with us and then they take a test. And they're able to dual enroll at the college for their junior and senior year. Oh, so yes. Oh, wow. Our kids, our kids graduate with their, actually with their AA degree, the graduation ceremony is about two weeks prior to their high school graduation. Mm-hmm. So it saves the families like, you know, two years of college. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. This um, is, uh, I think this is like one of the um, former President Obama's initiatives um, we have one of those up here where the students go to um, a high school that also has college courses. And it's wonderful. Yeah. And, and there's no fee for them. Get their associate degree free of charge. Books are included. It's it's, it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. And they get right out there and start working. Right. They're already, all of ours had that. <laughs> um, some of our kids like to, to go into education, for example, they, they can get a teaching job by 20 because they only need two more years of college. And then if you're, you know, if you're heading on a master's path, you're already two years ahead. and 20, 30, whatever thousand dollars it costs for two years of college now, you've right. saved it. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like Punta Gorda chose you because of the job, right? Right, right. Right. Yeah. Because we were wondering, you know, you know, Florida's vast and how did you choose that little piece? <laughs> um but that makes all the sense. Can you tell us more about the city? What's the cost of living like and, and health care and so forth? We bought a house. Like as soon as we moved there, we were renting from somebody while we looked for a house. The snowbirds come down. So we happen to know some people that had a friend who was a snowbird from Wisconsin. Actually, he's from Michigan. He's from yeah. Michigan, but he worked in Fond du Lac for a long time. He had a he had a place that we could rent. And then we looked for where we wanted to live. So we're so, just looking at houses all over the place. And I just saw in the paper, you know, this community that was brand new uh, called Waterford. I'm like, oh, they have houses for sale and they're pretty reasonable. They were under 200000 No. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's go check that out. And so we go over there and the house that we thought we were going to get was like sold. It was already sold. We had <laughs> no like, no, you need to build here. That one's gone already, you know, there, that's just to show. So then we just like really liked the area. We had a great realtor, Patterson Realty. Oh. Uh, in Florida. 
It was amazing. And actually, we had the wife of the group. And then the husband was the one that came and showed us the property. And he was just fantastic. He was in construction. And he's like, okay, if you want to build a pool, you want to make sure you're on the south end and you have sunshine all day, all night. And so we picked the lot and started to go from there. The house is supposed to be done by October 3rd. They build them really fast. It's supposed to be done by October 13th. So we made an arrangement with this guy to stay in his place and it, not, it didn't even break ground until October 13th. <laughs> <laughs> really we're, we're getting nervous. Yeah. He's going to come back, kick us out. You know, we had no place. But so as far as the housing cost, it was real similar to what we paid in Wisconsin. Hmm. So we, we built a house here four years before we moved and it was right around $200,000. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Ranch. Three bedroom. Um, wow. We wanted to put a pool in at the same time. Well, mm-hmm. you couldn't make a lot of modifications, so they didn't allow us to do that until afterwards. So we ended up putting a pool in because if you come to Florida, you definitely you need a pool. Want to have- <laughs> we hear that. Yeah. Especially during COVID. If we didn't have that pool, oh my gosh. And they closed our community pool. Yeah. You wouldn't want to use that during COVID anyway. Yeah. <laughs> community that we live in, the development we live in has two pools. And of course, both of them and a clubhouse got shut down during COVID. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we had a really nice place to hang out all the time. So we made it, but, but I think you just need, it gets hot. So, you know, yeah. I, I'm feeling kind of hot, just jump in the pool, cool down. Mm-hmm. But as far as the housing goes, I mean, you know, you have to realize that in Florida, I tell you, it'll be three months. <laughs> <laughs> timeline in Florida, you need to slow down and relax. You go to a grocery store and everybody's like, okay, let's get in, let's get out. You know, nope. You just, you stand in line, you wait, you just chill. It's, it's okay. Nobody's going anywhere. They're all retired. They're right. thing. And, and it's the same way, like with the housing, how we built the house. So then it got to be December and we were kind of getting a little bit concerned and we were ready to move in. And what happened? We ended up kind of moving in and had to go back to the rental place again and reclean it. But it all worked out. So the day before we moved in, we were scheduled to come up to Wisconsin. So we literally just like threw our stuff in there and left. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. May, may I ask approximately how much the pool cost? So the pool at the time we built in 2015, mm-hmm. the pool was 50000 That included the pool, the the heater, the cage, you got to put a cage, the pavers, put a cage around your pool and like a screen. So we upgraded the screen to a no screen because they have, they're like mosquitoes, but they're not mosquitoes. They're called no and they mm. bite. They're just annoying. Mm-hmm. They're super tiny. You can't see them. That's why they call them no I find out I'm allergic. Oh, no <laughs> And I'm a bit allergic to them. The first time we went out to a beach, my whole back had all these like little pink spots oh. and it was the no They just they're like, like attacked a, me. They're like a sand flea or something. <laughs> we upgraded the screen uh, so that they don't come in. So like if we go to our neighbor's lanai, that's the other thing. Back back areas are called lanai's. Not patio. When we go to the neighbor's patio and they don't have that kind of screen, like I'll come home, my legs will be itching because oh. I don't even see them. They just like nipple at you, bite at oh you. My- God, this is making me itch right now. <laughs> but <laughs> our neighbors across the street wanted to put in a similar size pool just recently. 
Mm-hmm. And that same pool is now about seventy-five to eighty thousand dollars. So wow! Wow! I had and, no idea and, the cost of pools are that high. Yeah, the input went in, and that well over a hundred thousand. Whoa! Yeah. Wow! They added like a hot tub and things like that. Huge lanai. Yeah. It's wow. Great. And the past year or so, housing has gone up a lot in Florida. Is that right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. our house. Um, so right now they're they're not building any more of our houses in the development. They build a lot of these little villas there. So they're side-by-sides. They're like, like duplexes, duplex. but they call mm. them villas. And those were selling for 194 at the beginning. And now you can't, it's like 240 for the same thing. Our house, is, our house has almost doubled since 2015 and what we probably could get for it right now. So then we'd have to buy something else. Which right. <laughs> Where are you going to go? Yeah, we got a really nice place. So we're really happy with the, the place we picked. However... Yeah. There is HOA fees that we didn't, we never heard of those in Wisconsin. So, <laughs> so we got in and the guy, you have to pay your, in, you know, you have to pay for your, the pools that are on the grounds, the clubhouse. We don't um, own a lawnmower though. No lawnmowers. Oh, nice. <laughs> it includes yard service. All our bushes and everything. And we just like, oh, would you like some water and maybe do that bush? Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. That's good. It's worth it. Are the HOA fees high though? Uh, ours aren't too bad. They're like, what are they? 150 a month, I think. We pay oh, a month, but it includes your lawn care. So if you had to pay somebody for that, that's yeah. 100 there probably. So, right, right. Uh, okay. They're we not, a, they're not too bad. Kind of a gate. <laughs> we have a gate, not a guard, but we have a gate right now because they're still building. It's open most mm-hmm. of the day. So when that's all done, that gate will be closed all day. When the median age is 66, we're not too worried about the kind of, burglars we're going to get because they're probably all cane. <laughs> <laughs> now, are your kids with you or they stay? Oh, no. They're all over the country. Okay. Um, and yep. so, but you have a three bedroom? Yeah. In so case they have, come visit. Yeah. yeah. And the two bedrooms, it, the house is designed pretty nice. It's got like its own wing. There's two bedrooms and a bathroom. Laundry on one end of the house and the house is separated, so you can't hear anything on the other end of the house. Hey, guys, can you talk about the cost of living? Is there property tax on ju- not just your home, but other items? What was it? We have a CDD, it's called. What does that stand for? Community development. We, ha- we have a CDD in our development. Instead of the infrastructure for like the roads and the ponds that they put in, in our community, they put that on the homeowner instead of putting it on the price of the home, they make a 20 year note. So we didn't really realize it was a recurring thing. <laughs> so the first like, year, yeah, the first year we get it on our tax bill because that's where they put it. And okay, we paid thousand dollars and extra. And then the next year it's on this bill again. And I look at it, I'm like, Craig, what is this doing here? Why are we paying an extra thousand dollars again? And he's like, Vicky, it's not one time. <laughs> 20 years. Oh, wow. So so that the the property taxes were are real similar to what we experienced in Wisconsin. If we didn't, if we didn't have that CD, CDD on there, uh, they'd be similar. There's no state income tax, which is a draw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So like I'll get a retirement check from Wisconsin and there'll be no state income tax. That's fine. But the sales tax is higher. Yes. So Wisconsin, I think the sales tax is 5.5%. And in Florida, it's 7 to 7.5%. Sometimes 8%. Sometimes Depends 8 
community you're in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because like um Panagorda might have a little higher tax rate because they spray for mosquitoes. So that's part of your wow. Goes on that's that interesting. Goes on that sales. And the noceums, yeah. And the noceums. Let me ask you. You got you all both teachers. Um, do you think that one of the reasons that the schools are not so great in Florida is because of the um, no tax, no state tax? Well, they they get a lot of revenue from the tourist industry. But I but I I totally agree. Like I think the teaching salaries are one of the lowest in the country in Florida. They did just bump them up last year by a few thousand dollars to try to make it more. It's hard to get good teachers when you don't pay. Yeah money right so like from wisconsin to florida it was probably i probably took a twenty thousand dollar cut <gasps> my teaching salary wow to leave if you if you're leaving to relocate to take a position you're gonna get you know if they don't pay you for your experience which my district didn't you're starting out at like a seven-year teacher which is when you have almost 30 years experience Oy. that's a pretty big hit and then coaching salaries are a lot lower you know, that, that contributes to not keeping quality educators. And then, you know, maybe the private schools can pay more money. So the better teachers, you know, migrate somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Like Lee County pays more money than Charlotte County, like where Fort Myers is, they pay more for their teachers than where the County we live in. So, you know, if you can get a job in the other County, people are looking to move that way. So. Yeah. But what was the reason your athletic director said the pay was low? I was like, uh, I got like two thousand dollars to coach this girls' soccer team, and I'm I'm out there. It's it's December, and I have to line my own fields, oh. I have to raise my own funds for the team, and I'm like, out there, and I'm going, man, how come the? I mean, I'm not complaining, but how come the coaches' salaries are so low? And he goes, he looks up in the sky. It's you know mid December. It's eighty degrees. The sun gorgeous, gorgeous outside. <laughs> he goes, this is why. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sunshine doesn't put Sunshine. like food on my table though. Oh, that's so oh wow. in, in the book, you say that when you first got to Florida, you asked what the budget was for the soccer team. And I think somebody told you, oh, the budget's unlimited because you have to raise your own money. Is that, that correct? Yeah, that's that's true. Back when the crash hit in like 2008, I think the, the housing market, the stock market went down. Florida almost eliminated high school athletics. Wow. Because they didn't have the funds, right? So they were going to eliminate athletics. And then there was, you know, nobody wants to eliminate the extracurricular stuff. Mm -hmm. So then they went on bare bones, like the coaching salaries are lower. They basically pay for your travel and your officials, like if you need a bus somewhere. But anything else, like uniforms, equipment, I have to fundraise for all that stuff. I talk to friends that are coaching in other places and they have five, six, $7,000 budgets. And I'm like begging for balls, you know, like <laughs> it's just a different, you know, a different climate that you have to get used to. So, well, we're also lucky to have you <laughs> right? really the schools, the students, um, you guys are wonderful, nice people and you care. There's a lot of really good teachers out there. And yeah. I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm writing a little article just to public to post somewhere, but the teachers, like this last year and a half, two years has been really tough. Mm -hmm. And I think they really need a break. We came, we checked into the hotel and the lady checking us in, she just got done teaching in a local school here and she's a coach at the school and she's got to work at a hotel in the summer. 
you can't afford to just like, I need to take a month. I'm retiring. I'm not worrying about that. You <laughs> need to take a month or two off and just recharge and, and they need to, but a lot of yeah. them can't. Southwest Florida, where we live, um, it's getting really hard, especially like Naples area, Collier County down in the really, it's more expensive there, but it's getting hard for like police, fire and teachers to afford to live in the communities that they work in. That's a problem. So, but as far as a retirement place, like it's, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, we're really, (laughs) really happy where where we're at, where we're at. Kind of look around and find exactly, I guess what you're looking for. Like if people want to be on the beach, then, you know, we're 23 miles from the beach, but it takes us 45 minutes to get there. Wow. You have to double your mileage for travel time, especially when snowbirds are there. And we're so funny all the time, you know, they, they have that saying where they say, oh, you can tell it's fall. All the license plates have changed color. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> we know all the snowbirds are here and it's like, oh, don't go to the beach on the holiday. You know, like the locals or people that have been there a while, you yeah. know, where to go. So yeah. it's not all touristy anymore. <laughs> right, right. So what do you guys do for entertainment other than the beaches? What's in Punta Gorda? Oh, Panagorda, like any day, time of the week, month there. Well, now that everything's back to open, you can pick any kind of bar restaurant and there they have like a one man band or um, a whole large band. You can find bands anywhere, any establishment you want to go to. You know, we just pick one and there'll be a band there. Music, music Music everywhere. everywhere. Festivals all the time. If you're into pickleball. Pickleball. <laughs> Pickleball is really big in Punta Gorda. Is that something new to you guys? Did you have that in Wisconsin? I taught it in gym class. Like oh. in, I taught it indoors. It was, we have a tennis coach that liked it. So we played it. So we knew what it was when we went down there, but it's like a cult down here with oh, all yeah. the. Yeah. Yeah. Into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If, you're, if you're older, it's great because tennis, you have to, you have to run around too much. The oh, court's yeah. so much smaller in, in pickleball. Yeah, the court's small and people that play it. I mean, there's 75 year old, 80 year old people out there playing pickleball. Wow. First time I went and played pickleball, you know, I don't wear shoes. I wear sandals. I think I own one pair of tennis shoes. Yeah. So we go with our friends who play pickleball all the time. We have a friend that actually was from Fond du Lac, and we both ended up in the same location. Um, so that's really nice. But she takes us out to go play pickleball, and I'm out there and I have my shorts on and put my hair up and I'm starting to play. And she's like, Vicki, what's on your feet? <laughs> They're my walking sandals. Why? You can't wear sandals to play pickleball. <laughs> okay. Next time I play, I'll bring out the shoes. So after that, I mean, I got with the program and <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to say you played in the sandals. Fine. <laughs> no, no, well, I, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm looking forward to pickleball because we've interviewed a few uh, Floridians. It is like a cult. Like you say, there are people who really take it so seriously. You know, their equipment, their outfits. It's good to know that they're teaching it in schools. I don't think we have it here in New York. We do it. When we belonged years ago, we belonged to a beach club when our son was younger. Oh, there was pickleball? And they had a pickleball, two pickleball courts. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) I just sit around and eat. What can I say? All your snowbird New Yorkers, they came down and learned it in Florida and they wanted to bring it back up to New York. 
I'm sure oh. that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. They're all from New York. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, because also they they play with a paddleball racket, and so many people here play paddleball. So mm, that's true. Yeah. All right, Gene, we're gonna have to check it out. Okay, we'll right. create our own. I, I have a question. How far are you from the nearest international airport? We are about 35 minute drive to Fort Myers Airport. Airport right in Punta Gorda. It's three miles down the road. Yeah, we have a smaller <laughs> in Punta Gorda. RSW, which is in Fort Myers. That's pretty active. And then we're only an hour and 40 minutes, hour and a half to Tampa, Tampa Bay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or even Orlando is about an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you wanted to go to Europe, I guess you go to um, Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's close we enough. Went to Europe two years ago and we went out of Tampa. I yeah. Think. We went yeah. on. Yeah. We went up and went out of Tampa. We flew, oh, okay. to, flew to Germany. Baden, where yes, you were born. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you speak German? Not at all. Nine. I was there for like <laughs> nine. <laughs> I love her. I was there for nine months. So I didn't get to experience. Oh. <laughs> That's like asking okay. you if you speak Portuguese, Gil. Yeah. Oh, I was. Gil was born in Brazil. I was born so. in Brazil, but I left at around five and a half. I should <laughs> oh. have known. I, I knew I knew a few words, but okay. Yeah. Um, can you talk to us about healthcare? Uh, we know how wonderful healthcare is in Florida, but where you specifically are, are there urgy cares, um, good doctors, and so forth? They have a whole chapter in the book on healthcare. Oh, okay. But uh, we want to listen on the podcast. Yes, yeah, healthcare can be a little interesting. The hospitals in Punta Gorda, there's one in Punta Gorda and one right over the bridge in Port Charlotte. They're not very highly rated. Mm -hmm. We look at the rating of the different hospitals. So Vicki had an appendix experience. We went to Sarasota Memorial. They're like one of the top rated hospitals in the area. <clears throat> we had to drive an hour to get there. We, there is a little branch right in um, yeah, there is a, Charlotte. They so. do have a little urgent care, not too far. So if it's something that's not major. But if we had our choice, we would go to Sarasota or one in, one in, in Fort, Fort Myers, Myers area. Now they do have a really good heart care department in, uh, well, it's actually Port Charlotte as well, right? Yeah. The, bridge. yeah. The, the heart yeah. care is really good because that's what they deal with more than anything else. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because of the population, but yeah, yeah. It's been interesting, you know, to try and find a doctor that you like. I ended up, we always say OTB, which is over the bridge. <laughs> One wants to leave Punta Gorda and go OTB. You want everything to be right where you are because sure. you kind of with everything right there anyway. Right. And so I had a doctor OTB and then I decided, you know what? I wanted a little bit closer. So I found a good one right in Punta Gorda. So oh, you did? Good. Our personal physicians are good. We like them. Yeah. Yeah, the hospital thing. And hopefully they get a little better. They're trying to do what they can, but. Gotcha. I have a question. You're from Wisconsin. When I hear Wisconsin, I think of the home to frozen custard. I think of the I think of the cold. Oh, can can you get frozen custard in Florida? Culver's is the big custard place, like rest fast food kind of place. Culver's mm -hmm. restaurant. Have you heard of Culver's? No, no, that's in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, it's all they have them in Florida too. So you can get custard down in Florida. The thing you can't get as well is is cheese, oh. like cheese, like cheese curds, cheese curds, and. It's really anything we find down there that we like is probably almost twice as much as it is in Wisconsin. It's double so, the cost for the cheese. Almost. Wow. So we, <laughs> we pack uh, like our bags always get searched in the airport, put in your check bags. Yeah. We all have a little slip in it because when we come back, we have chunks of cheese and 
herds and all kinds of stuff. And it must pick up something on their detector. And they always look through our bags. Oh, my God. They take some cheese curds or not. But <laughs> wait a minute. The always- cheese, the cheese costs more in Florida. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, that makes sense because Wisconsin is known for cheese, but right. how much and more are we talking about? Like a couple dollars, a couple dollars usually. Oh, but you still. can't get, you can't get cheese curds. Like, no, we can't find cheese curds. You can't anywhere. find cheese curds, like yellow cheese curds or there. You can't find those. How do you eat the cheese curds? Do you fry them? Yeah. Well, okay. So well, <laughs> in Wisconsin, they deep fry them and they're like amazing. Right. But you can just buy regular squeaky cheese. They call it. Right from the when it's fresh, chewy and squeaky and really good. And wow. the longer the longer it sits in your refrigerator, the harder it gets, but it's they're still good. Well, wow, that's news to us. Yeah. When you when you go from Wisconsin to Florida, it's almost like you're a different culture because you say, Well, where are the cheese curds or where's the bubbler? Or, where's you know, and they're looking at you like, What language are you speaking? <laughs> What's a bubbler? A bubbler a drinking is a drinking fountain. fountain. <laughs> oh, you know, like, Okay. Okay. Well, now, now we don't want those anyway. Right. (laughs) Cause of COVID all the, I know all closed. (laughs) They're all closed. Generally. How is the food down there? You must get really good seafood, right? Oh, we love, yeah. We love, uh, we're right on the Harbor. Everybody's got a grouper sandwich. It's a white fish. It's really tasty. But yeah, we get, there's another one called hogfish, which doesn't sound good at all, but it is delicious. Yeah. The fish fish is really good. Really good. Okay. Food and the restaurant. There's so many restaurants and little tiki bars and like Vicky said, they they always have entertainment. We learned what day drinking was down here. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what we think it is? Day just drinking? (laughs) Starting early. It doesn't matter what time it is. It could be nine thirty in the morning, and it's like it's okay. It's five o'clock somewhere. So, (laughs) oh my, doesn't matter. Goodness, that is so funny. You go out day drinking, and then you're probably home by seven o'clock at night and crash on the couch for a while. <laughs> okay, it sounds good for retirement. <laughs> and, and I know, I know for shopping, there are a lot of publics there. But are there any Trader Joe's near you? Uh, no, I we don't. don't we no. don't have a Trader Joe's. I Bad think, news, Gil. Yeah, I think one. There might be, be one in Tampa. There but, might be one in Tampa. Yeah, so. yeah. You'd have you have. Did you have them in uh, Wisconsin? No, we don't have them here. Oh, either. okay. So they're not they're not missing it, Gene. Okay. Okay. No, not- you know, once you have one, then you can't live without it. You know. Yeah, yeah. my my son has one close to him in San Francisco or in Oakland, California. Yeah, my yeah, life we've been knows. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's usually Publix or um, well, Walmart has a grocery store. Targets have grocery stores. Pretty much Publix. We just got in Aldi's in our little town. Oh wow! Um, we just okay. finally. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg, you're a cyclist. How's the cycling in Florida? Uh, it's kind of dangerous, actually. <laughs> um, depending on where you are, Punta Gorda, it's all flat. There's no hills. In Lakeland, when we were there, they had some paths that we could, I could bike on uh, away from the highway traffic. In Punta Gorda, there's some routes that they, so people know that there's bikers around, but there's not much space. And once I get out in the country a little bit, I get a lot of rednecks and pickup trucks that don't like cyclists so mm. i can say rednecks yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's okay it's okay they will get as close as they can to you i don't yeah. know maybe they don't like 60 year old guy in bike shorts you know, <laughs> maybe i intimidate them. no 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 they're just against bikes <laughs> but, no one hears me saying that <laughs> no because i, I 
Yeah, I drive to work. These cyclists, like they swarm around my car. So I have to be like really super careful. But in New York, uh -huh. they've designed many more bike lanes, you know, to yeah. accommodate that. So we we have less issues because there's been so many accidents and people dying. And so there 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 are those concerns. You know, we can like we I bike leisurely and we have a tandem bike. Oh, and so nice. Take our bike and go all around Ponte Gorda and hit all our favorite places and ride home. And sometimes the ride home is a little dangerous. Um, I recently had a little accident. <gasps> oh, no. But that's really because of the day drinking, not yeah, because so of the <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing you don't get picked up on your bike for drunk, drunk, bunk, biking, drunk biking. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> I can imagine. Community itself, there's like paths that you can bike to get to the different places. It's when if you want to put in some miles, though, that's when it gets more dangerous. You can also bike every single day of the year if you want to, where oh, I right. couldn't do that. Day, I couldn't do that biking. in Wisconsin. He loved right. COVID. Every day he went biking. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that is nice. That's a big difference of life. Okay. January, February, March, you know, we're always outside. It's just, I forget about the, the change in seasons. We recently went on a trip in March and we ended up being stuck in a snowstorm on a highway and had on shorts and sandals. And we're like, oh, completely forgot that there's different weather in March. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're in missing seasons, you know, I mean, it, it's it's wonderful. October to almost May, just wonderful. We, we open windows. We love the fresh air. And yeah, that's what we want as well. So let me ask you, since the both of you had said it was your wish, you know, you you had this dream of moving to Florida. Has it satisfied that dream? Most definitely. It's we love the weather. I, I would not move back to Wisconsin. Sorry, Wisconsin. But <laughs> we have a lot of people that come visit. We have, you know, it's really we're set up for guests. We we want our kids to come down more. So we have to work on that. But it was a, good, we, it was a yeah, good move for us. We have two that live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and one's in California and one is in Nevada. So our grandkids are spread out. There's one in Wisconsin and two in Nevada. Um, and they're little, so it's kind of difficult for them to travel right now. But as soon as they get old enough, Disney, here we come. <laughs> Yay! Okay. And on that note, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to tell us about Punta Gorda. This has been a lot of fun. Gene, did you have anything to wrap up with? Do you have any advice for people thinking about moving to Florida? I think uh, one thing somebody said to us, we happened to have been there a couple of times, but you got to experience June or July. Experience the summer. You got to experience the summer before you make a decision to come down here because some people don't like the humidity. For us, it's a couple months to tolerate. And then, like Vicki said, late October through mid, late May, it's just gorgeous. Like every day is gorgeous. So, so in the summer in Florida, I call it Florida winter because everybody's inside in the air conditioning like they are up north in the winter. <laughs> yeah. And the winter's a, about the air. And the winters are long in Wisconsin, right? Oh, they've been, it's been getting worse. We met some friends the other night and she's like, they still had snow in May. Oh. Uh, and then wow. by the middle, middle of September, it's getting cold again. So, and then when we come back in December to visit, you might not see the sun for the entire month because it's so overcast and mm. gloomy. 
it's not for us anymore. You know, we want the, yeah. we want the sunshine. Every I need day. my vitamin D. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. That's why we want to leave New York as well. The winters are just horrible. And I also, for some reason, as I'm getting older, I really appreciate that sunlight. I mean, forget vitamin D, but I, I want to be getting it from the sun, right? I want to be outside and I'm just happier. I can really tell the, the, the mood is a big change. So, okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. good. Well, thank you both. This has been wonderful. I'm sorry for some of the audio issues. I think we got it's it probably all. Probably good. Good. Okay. Good. It's probably mostly on this end. So we might always be in a hotel. So oh, <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Enjoy. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Much. Happy retirement. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.